Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Friday, August 25th. On this date in 1718, hundreds of French colonists arrived in Louisiana, settling in present-day New Orleans. On this date in 1976, the group Boston released their self-titled album. It would become one of the best-selling albums of all time. And here is your Friday morning trivia. On this date in 1939, the man who would direct films that included Saturday Night Fever, Blue Thunder, War Games, and Short Circuit, just to name a few, was born. Can you name him? I'll have that answer coming up. But first, it's time to check in on your first alert forecast. And good Friday morning to you, meteorologist Joey Sovide here. Just a small chance of a shower thunderstorm early this morning and then another slight chance of rain late today. Otherwise, some clouds early on will clear out. Lots of sunshine, 90 by lunchtime, up in the low to mid-90s for high temperatures this afternoon. Today, tomorrow, rain chance is about 20%. Little hotter tomorrow, 96. Heat index near 110 on our Saturday. So hot and humid at 93 on Sunday. Slightly better chance of an afternoon storm. And then next week, rain chance will go up. Plus, be watching the tropics towards the middle of the week. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast. Powered by the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Now, let's get to your morning headlines. And a crime alert deputies with the Charleston County Sheriff's Office are investigating a shooting that left one person hurt. Deputies were called to the Scotchman gas station on Highway 78 and Van Ocean Road around 6 p.m. yesterday evening. The victim was taken to a hospital with multiple gunshot wounds, but they're expected to be okay. Deputies believe a vehicle fired shots at the victim, who then returned fire before driving to the gas station. No arrests have been made so far. The Dorchester County Sheriff's Office is asking for your help identifying the suspect of an armed robbery. On your screen right here is a picture of that suspect. Deputies say this man has multiple tattoos on both arms, his back and calves. The robbery happened at a store off Highway 178 and I-95 at exit 82. We're told the suspect was armed with a hatchet. The vehicle deputies are looking for is a sky blue Ford Bronco. A Charleston County student is not expected to face criminal charges after a stabbing at a school. That's according to Charleston police. Officers say they were called to Memminger Elementary School yesterday morning for a reported stabbing. Police tell us a student used a pencil to stab a staff member in the arm, and that employee was taken to the hospital for their injuries. They were non-life-threatening, though. The Charleston County School District says it's assisting police in their investigation, and the school was placed on a hold so EMS could treat that staff member. The Dorchester County government is hoping to help veterans transition from military life to civilian life through a really special event today. The county's VA Benefits and Disability Claims Workshop provides folks with resources and education so they can make the best decisions for themselves and their families. Our Destiny Kennedy is in Somerville at the Town Council Chamber. So, Destiny, what do veterans need to know about this program? Good morning. Good morning, Katie and Shelby. Organizers say that today's workshop will help veterans understand the benefits they deserve and break down how they can apply for VA benefits. The veterans program consists of two days filled with resources and workshops. Today is the second day and yesterday there were booths with services designed to help veterans such as legal consultants, substance abuse recovery, counseling, job searches and training. Today's workshop will give an overview of disability benefits, specifically dependency and indemnity compensation, or DIC. That is a tax-free benefit paid to eligible survivors of military service members 
members who died in the line of duty or eligible survivors of veterans whose death resulted from a service-related injury or disease. Director of Veterans Affairs for Dorchester County, Johnny Brown, says he wishes there were programs like this when he retired from the Air Force. Prior to retiring, I didn't have um, the knowledge or the network to understand this process. And that right there would add, motivate me to want to feel like I'm giving back to my brothers and sisters and all the information so that they can then prepare themselves. The veterans program is typically held every month. However, since two were held this month, the next one will be in October. Today's workshop takes place from 2 to 4 p.m. here at Somerville Council Chambers. Reporting live in Somerville, Destiny Kennedy, Live 5 News. Killer Alec Murdoch is looking to go back on his recent not guilty plea for the financial charges he's accused of. Murdoch previously pleaded not guilty in May for 22 charges, including conspiracy, fraud and money laundering. He's accused of concocting three schemes to take money and property from his clients during his time as a personal injury attorney. Court documents show he requested a change of plea and will enter a guilty plea now. That hearing will be on September 21st in downtown Charleston. Murdoch is facing more than 400 years in prison on top of those two life sentences for murdering his wife and son. He's also uh, facing up to nearly $13 million in fines. A bond hearing has been set for Rick Chow. That's the Columbia gas station owner accused of killing a 14-year-old earlier this year. According to attorney Tom Rutherford, the hearing is set for this morning at 9 a.m. Chow was charged with murder after allegedly chasing Cyrus Carmack Belton from Chow's gas station and shooting him down the road back in May. Chow had accused Carmack Belton of shoplifting. Chow's original court hearing was moved because of a scheduling conflict. Several local advocacy groups have partnered up to analyze domestic violence in the Tri-County. Those groups say that their low country domestic violence awareness assessment is an effort to measure perceptions, beliefs and experiences involving domestic violence among adults. Our Madeline Jess Koyak is here with us in studio to explain why those organizations want you to take part in that survey. Madeline. Good morning. Yeah, the assessment will help domestic services providers to better identify where they are needed. Tracking where domestic violence happens can be difficult because it's often underreported. So the data collected in this anonymous survey will be used to help in victim services partnerships, community engagements, and public awareness messaging. Organizers of the Low Country Domestic Assessment say that ultimately they are then able to determine how to better support and educate the community. They also say that the results of the assessment will be released in early October. We talked with one nonprofit here in the Low Country about why it is so important for people to take this survey. It's critical that our Lowcountry community engages in giving feedback and providing personal, um, personal data around how they've either been affected by domestic violence, have awareness of the issue, or have had someone near them affected by DV. It's really critical because we don't have as clear a picture as we wish we did. We have a link to that assessment on our website, life5news.com, but you must be 18 years or older to complete the survey. In the studio, Madeline Jaskowiak, Live 5 News. Thank you, Madeline. The Charleston Police Department has kicked off its six-month-long leadership summit. The program is three years in the making and comes from the late Chief Luther Reynolds. Yesterday was the first lecture of the program, and it centered on community policing. 
Charleston police say they're looking to the Police Advisory Council for suggestions on how to engage the public. The department says one of the biggest hurdles it's facing is recruitment and retention. Officials say that it's crucial to shaping their officers into what will best serve the community's needs. Orangeburg law enforcement has unveiled a new substation after partnering with four different agencies. The Joint Community Policing Annex officially opened yesterday morning for deputies and officers to use when needed. The concept was proposed as a way for law enforcement to intensify safety around Claflin and SC State University this semester. It's located directly across from the site where one person was killed and two students were hurt in a shooting last year. To be able to extend the work that we're doing with South Carolina State University, Orangeburg City Police, and Orangeburg County uh, is, is an exciting thing. We're already working together, uh, but to extend this out, it becomes uh, that much more of a force, force multiplier. The city says it wants students and residents to feel safe and hope that a joint police station will afford that comfort. Dorchester School District 2 is using a new app to allow students to anonymously report activities on campus. That app is called Stop It. And while it comes pre-installed on every district device, students will have the option to download it on their personal phones. Since starting classes on Monday, the school district has received a few reports, but says nothing has been violent or serious. The app also allows the district to track the report until it's been resolved. Officials say they're dedicated to upgrading security in addition to having that app. We are also changing our ID, all of our door access controls um, throughout the district that will take us to uh, a system where all of our teachers will have a key card. And I know a lot of businesses do it, so it kind of seems like we're behind in that. Um, we've, we, we have door access controls, but we're really investing in upgrading that. The district will also use a new visitor management system called Raptor, requiring visitors to scan their driver's license for an immediate background check. Raptor also allows any staff member to call for a lockdown if a situation arises. A South Carolina University is offering a new pathway for state residents who want to finish their degrees. It's called CCU Complete, and it's a reduced-rate, one-semester tuition incentive program at Coastal Carolina University. Now, through the program, eligible students can take up to five online courses for just $100. To become eligible, a prospective student must be a current South Carolina resident who has earned some college credit but not a four-year degree. The available program include hospitality, tourism, management, information technology, marketing, and a lot more. What officials say will help drive economic stability and strengthen the state's workforce. At the top of the show, I told you that the director of films like Saturday Night Fever and War Games is celebrating a birthday. That man, whose list of credits also includes TV shows like Supernatural, Psych, and Criminal Minds, is John Badham. Also celebrating birthdays on this Friday, actor Tom Skerritt is 90. Gene Simmons of KISS is 74. Musician Elvis Costello is 69. Country singer Billy Ray Cyrus is 62. And TV chef Rachel Ray is 55. Thanks again for joining us for Morning Y'all, powered by Live 5 News. I'm Katie Kamen. Hope you have a great Friday and a great weekend. I'll talk to you Monday. Morning Y'all is produced every weekday morning. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And download the Live 5 News app for your mobile device. Get the latest news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.